building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. On today's Startup Survival episode, we're talking about process and the importance of having a process while you're growing a company. I think this is a topic that I am definitely well-equipped to speak about because I've really... I guess, waffled between thinking that process is really important and then getting over-processed and then wanting to bust out of the process because the process is overdone. Definitely a rule breaker over here. I do think that having a process for most of your major business functions is important. And by major business functions, I mean, do you have a sales process? If you're marketing for your company, have you done things like documented what you've tried, what works, what doesn't? Do you have a process for billing, producing your financial statements every month? Do you have a process for analyzing them? And so on. Now, a process for everything isn't something you're going to have right away, especially if you're just getting started in a business. I think that most people are usually in two camps or one of two camps. The I don't need a process and everything lives in my head camp, and I've worked for those managers before, or the I need to write everything down so much so that it slows me down camp. And I think I've been that person or my company has been that company before. It's really hard to find that middle ground where you're documenting what needs to be documented, but not creating like a 600 page instruction manual for every little thing. Or as some people on my team like to call it a paint by numbers approach. That's what they say when we overdo the process. When I first started my company, I didn't have a lot by way of process, but there was a lot swimming around in my head. I had ideas on how things should be done, and I wanted those passed on to people that I hired. But alas, I didn't really do a ton of work before I made my first hire. With that, a short PSA, I heard this advice once, and it stuck with me, so I want to share it with you. It is so important to at least document the core competencies of a job and have a clear idea of what someone is going to do before you make a hire. For example, if you were hiring a salesperson, but you don't have a CRM set up or you don't even have a lightweight sales process for them to follow, you should expect that their first three to six months will be spent on administrative work and figuring all of that out instead of doing what you hired them for, which is selling. I will give you one way to potentially get around this toward the end of the episode, though. Okay, back to processes. I made some of my very first hires knowing that they were coming in to dedicate a certain amount of time to creating processes, and I was willing to pay for that. I've always looked at internal work or working on the business as an investment, and that does make us a little less billable as some agencies are. And to me, that's okay because we're really setting the foundation for success and to scale. Once we started creating processes, after a few years, we kind of went too far. It's a long story, but after a few years in business, we productized our services in an attempt to systemize what we were delivering. And we wanted to sell a higher number of clients at a lower dollar amount. It didn't go super well. 
And we built a culture of what our HR person calls, quote unquote, order takers, instead of a culture of creatives like a marketing agency should have. Now, that doesn't really have anything to do with the people that worked at the company, but they were kind of forced to be that order taker and suppress their creative side, which I don't think is a good scenario for anyone. To be fully honest, we are still to this day kind of backing out of the overprocessed culture that we built and trying to find the balance of giving people the freedom and flexibility to make their own choices and the actual information that they need to do their jobs. Let's discuss how to go about finding that sweet spot between underprocessed and overprocessed. First, if I were you, I would identify all of the major business functions that need a process. I'm going to give you a short list that I jotted down here to start with and some questions to consider while you create this list. One is documenting the vision, mission, and the overarching strategy of your company, essentially your why. You need all of this documented in order to get people bought into your company and where the business is going. Second, if you're developing a product or a service and there's a process that goes along with developing it, make sure you document that. You don't want that leaving with people when they leave your company. Third, like I said previously, make sure that you document your marketing processes or at minimum, write down what you've tried, what you haven't tried and you think might work. Document how to access the platforms and the results that you've generated from your tests. Fourth, I would look at sales. If you have tips for how to open the door, how you have sold on behalf of your company previously, how you conduct the sales process, how a contract is created and sent, I would document all of that. And it just reduces the amount of questions that you have to answer when you do bring in that salesperson eventually. Finally, I would look at the entire scope or span of the delivery of your product or service. How do you onboard people into your company? How do you work with them on a day-to-day basis? How do you service them? Do you have a customer service department? How do they answer questions? How do you go about retaining customers? Those are all important questions to answer while you are creating these processes. If you're just getting started on documenting processes for your company, I would aim for maybe 10 or so core business processes to start. Now, remember, again, these don't have to be super long documents. Your processes should be short and sweet, to the point, skimmable, and they should act as guidelines instead of really detailed rules that must be followed. One way to look at creating processes for your company is to write down what the guardrails are for your people to operate within. Let's say you're driving on a highway. You have a guardrail on the right and you have a guardrail on the left and your team is driving on the road. What do they find on the road? Like what goals are they trying to achieve? What are the common steps that have worked for other people to get there? What are the challenges that they will encounter and what should they look out for? And then what's out of bounds of the guardrails? You know, like what can we not do? It could be things that are out of budget or that the client doesn't want. Who knows? These are all important questions to ask yourself as you're putting these guardrails in place. Finally, for the hack that I was talking about earlier, if you don't want to document your own processes, some people just really don't want to do this kind of work and it can be a little boring, to be honest, you can document them while you train your new hires. Now, Keep in mind that you will have to train them extremely thoroughly and provide all of the information in your brain to them. That is something that I am historically not great at. When I hired like this, I needed people to come in and really ask me specific questions and seek clarity when I didn't provide it to them up front. 
you can do something like record your training, have it transcribed, and have the team member that you're training turn it into a process document that represents their understanding of what they heard during the training session. This serves a few purposes. It's a great way to ensure your processes are being documented, which is what we're talking about here. It's kind of a gut check that tells you how clear your communication is and where you need improvement. And it helps you understand how well your new team member listened, internalized, and translated the training that you provided to them. All right. Anyone who's running a company, you need to document your processes. I hope this was a really good starting point for you. Hit me up on social media if you have any questions. I'm happy to help you in any way that I can and share this with one person who's growing a company and may need to think about getting some core business processes in place. Thank you. And I'll see you next time.